Today we are going to discuss Gene Key 5. I have Sadie with me who has Gene Key 5 in her radiance sphere. As a reminder, the shadow of Gene Key 5 is impatience, and the gift is patience, and the city is timelessness. The radiance sphere is that outer reflection of the inner health of a person. Okay, Sadie, impatience. You ever had impatience in your life? I sure do, very often. (laughs) Okay, tell us how it manifests. Well, if I ask somebody to do something and I don't get it done like right away, sometimes I'll get pretty, I'll just do it myself. Um, So I know that sometimes I don't allow people to help me out and I'll just do it for me. And so, but yeah, but that's kind of how I get impatient. And then I try to remember it's okay. It doesn't have to be right now. But sometimes I just like things to be done right away. (laughs) Your way. Yes. Right? Right. And have you been a teacher in the past? No. Not yet, but Mm-mm. you're preparing, you're finishing college to yes. become a teacher? Hopefully, yes. Okay. So how will you deal with a child or an adult, either mm-hmm. one, that isn't doing exactly what you said as fast as you said to do it? Yeah. Well, I have to, I mean, if it's something that, like, it's pretty urgent and I'm in the middle of doing something and I ask somebody, I kind of expect that. And maybe it's better for, like, I know if I need something done right away and I'm going to have that, I just do it myself without asking because it's easier. Um, If I was a teacher, I have to know that kids and they're at a different, they're not going to be as fast as me. So I have more understanding, I think. But when I'm with somebody like every day and I ask them to do something, I kind of have a different expectation I guess okay Mm -hmm. is it stressful for you if it doesn't get done when or how you want it to happen I yeah I guess I'm just pretty anxious myself so if like if I'm doing a test or something like that and you know I need a pen or a paper and I'm in the middle of that and I ask somebody to get it for me if it's if it's dragged out then there's the timer going or something like that for the test to be completed. And so I think that probably adds to my impatience. So Yes, the mm-hmm. concept of time is very important in this gene key. Yeah. And the city is timelessness, which yeah. means no time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever just considered that life really doesn't revolve around time? It's hard for me because like even when I'm expected to be somewhere at a certain time, and I'm even running a few minutes late. It's really hard for me to understand that it's okay to be late and that everybody will be understanding if there's traffic. But in the moment, I'm like, I need to be there right now. People aren't going to understand. They're going to be angry. Um, so that's it's hard for me to look at the bigger picture that it's not just in the moment. And sometimes it's easier to see in the moment than it is to see the bigger picture. I'm, I'm working on it to try and... Be like, it's okay, just breathe. But sometimes when you're like really late, it's really hard to be like, to be patient and just know that you'll get there and to be safe, you know? Where did you learn how to breathe? I, I don't, like, I just, well, I don't know. As a I technique, just, I don't yeah. mean how you breathe, but yeah. just to breathe. I don't know. I just know that when I do like think about it and I just talk myself through it, it's going to be okay. You're going to get there when you get there. And then I just like start thinking about it and then I just start breathing. I just feel a lot better 
about it. Okay, so mm-hmm. that is a stress technique for you. Yeah, breathing, breathing for sure. And just thinking about it, it's going to be okay. And then I feel a lot better. And then I'm not as impatient. I'm more understanding. All I need to do really when I'm in a situation like that is let people know. And I feel like people aren't going to understand. And that's not the case ever that they're always understanding it's just hard for me to think like oh people get it it's not like nobody's not been late so I just have to think about the bigger picture okay and the radiant sphere is as I said it's an outer reflection of your inner condition Mm -hmm. and your inner health and how stress is acting on you yeah have you realized the toll that it's taking on your health to live in a condition of stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that being stressed out is not good, of, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. But like I said, sometimes when I'm just in the moment, it's like when I when other people ask me to do something, like I don't feel like it's kind of just for me. I get impatient with myself. It's not really with others. So like if somebody asks me to do something or if I can tell that they're being rushed or something like that, I'm, I'm very understanding about that and I'll, you know, help them out. And I'm from a, from somebody else talking to me about what they're going through, I'm like, oh, it's okay. You're totally fine. But when it's me, it's hard to see that. And yet yeah. you are the most important person yeah. in any given situation mm-hmm. because if you're stressed, then it reflects outwardly and most then, definitely and yeah. you bring on other people's mm-hmm. stress and reaction yeah i want to just emphasize again what i said which is that even though you may not see at this point because you're very young mm-hmm. what kind of toll that's taking on your body yeah if you perpetuate this mm-hmm. feeling inside and then just try to hide it on the outside yeah so that you don't affect other people it's still there oh for sure most definitely i i have to that's why i think it's important like recently I try to breathe and I try not to react right away I let give the person the opportunity to try and help me out I don't think anybody is trying to do anything to not help me out I just think that what they're doing can be important but I think it's more as I get older I'm more understanding I guess with it and I just need to breathe and realize that it's okay it's going to be okay I know that it can most definitely take a toll on my body I'm sure of it but that's why I think it's important that I realize it now so I start doing those techniques so I don't overreact or I don't do all of those things okay and have you had any exposure to meditation techniques you know what, I actually, I downloaded a few audible meditations, but it's so hard with work and school, especially just with school even right now wrapping up, that I just don't even feel like I have time to focus on meditation, and I know that I can, if I want to do it, I can make time, but I just, I don't know, just sitting and just thinking, I don't know if I can do that, because my mind's always running 100 miles per minute, I just feel like. And that's what meditation is all about is stopping that. Exactly. Running yeah. 100 miles mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah. But, but I try. Like I do a lot of like I try and do yoga when the gyms were open and I would go and do that. And I thought I felt found that to be really helpful, especially when I'm like driving to school, especially like sitting in traffic and things like that. When I have a time to be at school, I find that to be really helpful doing yoga and participating in that. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. now that you're going to have a break because you're graduating, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you won't be having the ceremony because of the yeah. pandemic, <laughs> but you're one of the seniors that is going to get cheated out of that, mm-hmm. I would say. But that doesn't take away the thrill of graduating, exactly. does and it? And they say that they're going to do a later graduation, oh. hopefully, oh, or a virtual. We'll see what they decide. Oh, so. Okay. So this would probably be a good time to set a goal of learning how to slow down a little bit yeah. and stop trying to beat that clock. Most definitely. I think with, like you said, like when, if I do want to be a teacher, I have to be understanding and I know that it's me. It's not anybody else. So especially if I'm working with children or things like that, that already, like I know that I have to have a different outlook on things. Kids don't do things as fast as adults do or things like that. So you just have to be understanding and I get that hundred percent. Okay, there are two ways of manifesting the shadow frequency of Mm -hmm. impatience. And those include pessimism, which is the repressive nature. That means that instead of acting outwardly, you act inwardly. Mm -hmm. And the other, I'll just give you the contrast, is being pushy. And that's acting from stress and anger from inside, outside, in frustration of trying to either get yourself to do something or others to do something. So do either of those describe you at all? Maybe the inward, because I think I'm like, maybe I'm, I don't know, actually. I don't try and be pushy, I don't think. I really try. If I'm asking somebody to do it and they don't just don't react, then I just go ahead and do it myself. But I don't get angry, I don't think, or I don't like force anybody to like help me out. That's what that means. Is that kind of what the second yes, to push? Yes, how you manifest it, right? Yeah. Do you get angry with yourself? No, I don't think you don't, I, I don't think you don't I get meet angry. your expectations. Yeah, I don't think I get angry with myself because I I do try always to meet my expectations, and if I don't, then like I guess with like schoolwork and things like that, like if I am not doing it right away, like I know that if if something's holding me back from completing it, like I have to be understanding, like it's okay, you'll get it done. But typically. I don't really get angry with myself because I do try and like do everything. What you run the risk of doing when you just do it yeah, in place of a group doing it. Mm-hmm. There are two things. that The first is that they will just acquiesce and let you run it from then on. Yeah. And the second is that you deny others the opportunity to be in a sharing experience and maybe improve the outcome. Yeah, that's true. A hundred percent. And that's why I say I need to work on it because it's not, and it's not fair for myself too, to take on that responsibility for everybody, but it's not fair for others, especially if they're wanting to participate. There's a lot of team building exercises now in the curriculum. Mm -hmm. And and were they in yours as well? Where you had group effort? Yes. And then a group Mm -hmm. grade? Yes. And did you ever have the situation where someone slacked off? And it was going to jeopardize the A, and Mm -hmm. so you stepped right in and took over? Yeah, I mean, more so, I guess, in high school. But I guess when college comes, a lot more people are, I think they take school more seriously. Mm -hmm. And so then I don't have to really worry about them. And everybody gets their work done. And if they don't, all the teachers say, like, you know, it's a group project. Everybody has to do their part. And if they don't, then it reflects everybody. But I think people really take that and make sure that they don't let other people fail. So I don't, I in college at least, I don't feel like that's happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it may happen in real life. Most definitely, yeah. And I that will happen, but I need to 
I guess when that time comes, I need to just approach them and just let them know like, hey, like other people are here and if they can't do their part, then they need to communicate that. That's a big thing, I think, is communication with group projects and things. If, if they're unable to do something, let me know and I will be there to help 100%. Um, but if they're not communicating, that's when it gets tricky because then nobody is able to help them or try and see where what they're missing to make sure that everybody can succeed. That's a leadership skill, mm -hmm. what you just described. It's <laughs> great that you have that and you recognize it. Okay, the gift is patience, which is just the opposite, yeah. right? 100%. <laughs> not all of the gifts in the Gene Keys are so black and white, if yeah. you will. But in the gift of patience, it's about having trust in life mm -hmm. and going with the flow. Yeah. And so not necessarily directing the outcome, but allowing whatever is going to come to happen. Yeah. How does that manifest in your world or does it? Surely you've been patient before. Yeah. So you have an yeah. example. I guess with patience, like that says, I totally know that everything will work out how it will and just to live every day. Like I know that with like school, although when I graduate, I may not have a job immediately, but I will be patient to know that something good will come my way. And if not, then there's a reason for that. Maybe it's changing even though I get my degree in some, my, my deaf studies, maybe there's no job opportunities, but maybe there's something that opens up that is really even more calling to me. Um, so I, I do believe that patience plays a part like that. I, I'd like to just have you define deaf studies yeah. because that's not a common word. Sure, yeah. Um, so deaf studies is, so there's different routes to do. You can do interpreting, you can do... Um, this is your college degree now. This is what my college degree is in, okay. yeah. I'm Mine is a focus in American Sign Language and Literature. Um, so my overall goal, of course, is to be a teacher, either teaching American Sign Language to high school students um, or being a teacher of deaf children for elementary school is um, what I'm between right now. So that's my overall goal. But if, say, something opens up, like working for a nonprofit for a deaf organization or something like that, maybe that's where I would go instead of doing a teaching job. So I, I really do have trust in that everything will work out how it should and just to be patient that everything will work out. Okay. Yeah. I want to ask you a question that you may never have heard before. Yeah. I don't know. Do you believe in spiritual guides? I would say so. My, my mom's really big on things like that. So, I mean, I most definitely believe that I, I, I would say so. I don't know much about it, but I would say that there probably are spiritual guides. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. some people believe that we all have at least one, if not many. Mm -hmm. And I won't say it all it requires, but what can happen is that you just ask for your spiritual guide mm -hmm. to help you have patience to appear before you. Yeah. In a quiet moment or waking up in the morning is a really excellent time to think about a spiritual guide yeah. and the one specifically to give you the opportunity to exercise patience. And eventually you'll ask for their name mm -hmm. and they'll give you their name. Really? And oh, then, that's interesting. then it's almost like you've acquired a new friend. Oh, and wow. So when impatience arises, I mean, it, it's a very clearly a reflection of the inside 
on the outside when you're impatient. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and, and it's a sign of in, inner agitation. But often, if it isn't manifested as impatience, people won't even know. They won't recognize that there's something going on, including yourself. Oh, good. And so when the spirit guide is there, and they're there 100% of the time, 24-7, mm-hmm. and you turn that over to them, then they will help you to find other avenues of reaction rather than stress. I think that would be helpful, especially, like you said, in the morning, just thinking about patience, trying to eliminate the impatience in my, <laughs> in right. my life. my every Not my everyday, but just in my life and try and remember it's okay and the two variables that result in impatience are thinking from your mind Mm -hmm. okay and assuming that you can control outcomes Mm -hmm. better than just sitting back and letting things happen Mm -hmm. and yet trusting in the flow of life means allowing whatever outcomes to happen yeah and you really have no control. What's even when you think you've controlled something a hundred percent perfectly, and it the outcome is exactly what you expected to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't get all the credit for that. Yeah. And so when you're thinking from your heart instead of your mind, mm-hmm. that's when you can release that desire to be in control and let life flow and be in control for you Mm -hmm. and then miracles can happen i know that we have talked about the difference between the third dimension which is the shadow frequency and the fourth dimension which is the gift frequency Mm -hmm. and this ability to have patience and allow life to flow as it will is what's considered to be in the fourth dimension Mm -hmm. and that's as I said, that's when magic and miracles can happen that you couldn't possibly conceive of might happen. Yeah. Good example is when you're late for a meeting and then you get there and everybody was late for the meeting. Yeah. Or you expanded time and you thought it would be a 10-minute trip Mm -hmm. to get there and you knew it was going to be 15 minutes before you could possibly arrive and yet you arrive on time. Yeah. That's exhibition of magic. Yeah, most you, definitely. You yeah. didn't do anything and yet the clock changed yeah. for you. So I'd just like to elaborate a little bit on the city of timelessness. Mm-hmm. Time is person-made or man-made scheme mm-hmm. for determining what time it is across the whole world in a 24-hour period, but there is no such thing as time. Yeah. That's just a concept that we buy into, but there really isn't. I know, and that's so hard to it, grasp it for is, myself because I do, I rely so heavy on the the time and things like that. Like, like I said, when I'm late or, you know, time is coming up, I'm, I'm just like, that's where I become really impatient mm-hmm. with time. And I need to realize that it's just, it's, it's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That someone else is in control. Yeah. Not you yeah because it's a heavy burden (laughs) it is yeah to manage everybody's time in your world Uh (laughs) it is is, most definitely and I totally see it like that great so I have one other thing to talk with you about and that's the fact that you're a twin yes you're my first twin interview and so I have lots of questions about that that Uh I wish you would share with us yeah and the first one is I did look at your mm-hmm. profiles, and they're both exactly the same. Yeah. And you were born yes. 18 minutes 18. apart. And so she's older than you. Mm-hmm. And so she has patience in the gift level, mm-hmm. in her radiance. Yeah. 
and she has impatience in her shadow frequency, yes. and you know her better than anybody else in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. And do you see this exhibited in her, her um, difficulty or her ease with mm-hmm. handling impatience? Yeah, well, see, she is a teacher. She's a preschool teacher um, right now, and I think she has a lot of patience. Um, I think she's understanding, and she works with all of her students really really well I think some of them are like it's special needs and things like that so she's super understanding and super I mean she loves all of her students and she especially with all of this that's going on she's sending weekly updates to them um, and she's always checking in and she just has a lot of patience and even when she tells me like stories about what they did in class she's really patience which doesn't surprise me but like her and I were were similar like if we ask like I think it's more family where we get the impatience with one another Mm. I think that's where it is like I mean she's like me where if we ask somebody to do something and I think our family where we get the impatience but I think with others that are outside of our family or in school or work that it's more understanding that not everybody is like how we are in our family I guess but yeah I think it's amazing to see how she is with her students and things like that because it's great. Is there a difference between the way the two of you would react to the same stimuli? I mean, is she labeled patient and you labeled impatient ever, or are Um, you the same? I I really, I think that we're a lot the same. I mean, I think, I I think when we were growing up, we were a little bit, we were a lot more different, but I think now that we get older, I think we're becoming a lot more similar again. Yeah, but I think, I really do believe that we're a lot the same. (laughs) We are the same, yeah. There's just different traits about each of us, but with patience and impatience, I think that we have a lot of similarities with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you could share about um, what it's like to be a twin? It's when we were growing up. I mean, we did not, we didn't have the best relationship. I mean, we were, we always had each other's backs, and we were always like good friends but it was so funny and our middle school and high school we there were so many twins especially in middle school Carly and I we really we butted our heads but we still loved each other it was you know just a sister relationship but every other twin was like oh my twin's my best friend blah 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 and we're like what how, how can you guys be best friends but now as we get older I mean she really is my best friend it's it's just funny how you get older and those things do change but I mean we, we get in fights and things like that and really every other twin would allow each other to share clothes and we were very protective of our things but like I guess now that we get older we just really see how important we are in each other's lives and just really value that. So do you think that she has a belief system that would accept the idea of a spiritual guide as well? I would say so yeah most definitely. So you could have the unique experience of having your spiritual guides guide the two of you. Yeah, maybe. Be the same and one, yeah. It, it, it's probably not the same uh, one because we each get our own, uh, at least one. Mm-hmm. But they certainly communicate with each other mm-hmm. so that, you know, there's uh, not safety in numbers, there's strength in numbers. Yeah. Yeah, and so you could uh, have some common goals mm-hmm. as you move through your adulthood. Yeah. In dealing with patients versus impatience. Yeah. I know she's great. I mean, I think when we went to Flagstaff for school and it was just her and I, again, like we were the, like no other family was there and it was just the two of us. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we really began to like really grow a really tight relationship. 
because up until that point we we got along well and we did hang out with each other at school and things like that we did have mutual friends but I think like once we moved away and it was just the two of us we really saw how important we were to each other I mean that that was literally all we had there in a different state we were nine hours away and Mm. yeah I think that was really the turning point in our relationship Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I really appreciate your having this talk with me. Of course. Yes. And we'll meet again. I hope we can talk about Gene Key 35 in yes, the future. Yes, most okay? definitely. Yes. All righty. Take care.